Did you watch um, She-Hulk by any chance? I watched the first episode. I think there's only one out. So yeah, that's you're caught oh. up. Yeah. Yes. Did you? I did. Yeah. They you think they need to like. I I hope the second episode's better now that they got all the like boring superhero origin story stuff out of the way. Like, just get all. Just stop doing superhero shit and do lawyer shit. It said lawyer show in that ad and read. She literally looked at the camera and said lawyer show and then did more superhero shit. The fuck is this? Yeah, I mean, it was just about to get into some good lawyering, too. I know. Fucking Titania had to show up and ruin it. Sucks, man. I just want to see lawyer stuff. Like, I don't care about the superhero stuff. There's no more Better Call Saul. I need lawyer. Picks up right from where, uh, the last one left off mid lawyering. And, and yeah, I mean, the whole her like annoying speech about like how she has to get cat called because, um, or she'll get murdered was annoying. And it's like, why do they always have to make it cringe as well? As a, t- I no, wanted to as a, enjoy as a modern day woman, I can relate. You don't understand her yeah, plight. That's right. You're part of the problem, man calling that cringe how dare you women of uh women listeners i support you i'm like this asshole he's the problem not me i am the problem and she thinks she's better than the original hulk what the fuck well that's not the original hulk that's like the third that's true shittiest hulk edward norton hulk was better ed norton hulk was awesome yeah jim caviezel hulk was (laughs) terribly terribly shot and terribly (laughs) done but Poor Jimmy Caviezel. That's Jesus Hulk. Yeah. He had the best cum gutter hips yeah. of them all. <laughs> Love it. But there's a there's a show that I'm more excited to talk about. Are you ready to get this train on the tracks? All aboard. <laughs> at Black Tongues Comics. I'm Dave, or Night Talk. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. I thought you made a mistake on what your name is. It's like, oh shit. I forgot. Am I gonna gonna say my name wrong? My stage name. I had to use my stage name for this, you know? Fuck, who am I again? I almost revealed the real name. And I'm Donnie. This week, we're talking about Nightman, Devil in Disguise. A fucking, just, I've been waiting for this episode. I'm, I'm really happy about this one. What else do we have? Shirtless Bear Fighter and Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Let's get this night train on the tracks because I'm excited about it. Night Talk. All right, Night Talk. So we are finally coming back to one of the plot points that I was really wanted to see more of in the very first episode, and I'm so happy that we're coming back to it is the the diplomatic immunity Chinese guy comes back and he is like he comes back and is like even more hilarious than ever like he he is an awesome villain he's so fucking funny and like just does all these like hijinks and is like rubbing his hands together and stuff and just doing like a classic like Chinese villain thing it's awesome it's super stereotypical and hilarious and then like 
when he when he was like wearing the dress, the traditional Chinese dress to like scare Johnny in the dream or whatever. That was so funny. So it's like this Chinese woman wearing like a chi pao and shit, like traditional garb who keeps coming to House of Soul and like Johnny's dreams that keep repeating. And and they reuse a lot of shots in this episode. There's like a ton of footage from that first episode that they just like straight up replay for like long stretches of this time. This is like this is like the first like uh oh, it's a clip you, show. Re- yeah, yeah, it's a clip <laughs> yeah. show basically where they're just replaying like ninety percent of the uh, last episode. It was and awesome. then this one was clearly <laughs> shot at the exact same time, which makes sense. But they forgot like oh yeah, we replaced the house band after like six episodes yeah and so I chronologically it's very clear as fucking day that yeah we we shot this a long long time ago i wonder why they took so long to get back to it like because uh, i really was on the edge of my seat at the end of that first episode i'm like oh fuck what is diplomatic immunity guy gonna do and then like His we have to wait chang. like yeah chang which is a f- great name too it's funny but yeah we have to wait like 19 episodes to come back to that that's crazy that's so long my my personal highlight of this one though, I okay. it was great seeing Chang again. I missed that guy. But we got the girl who died from the spider bite. She has a small cameo in one of the flashbacks. It, it's, <laughs> it's just from it's the not first a clip. episode. Yeah, it's not a clip. It's like a flashback to what what was happening while they were there, but it's like new footage that they shot additionally when they had her. But it was just great seeing her again. I, I wish that they no spider though. I, I wish. wish they would have got into the spider. I was I was like on the edge of my seat, like please mention the spider again. Please like say, oh, and I I orchestrated the spider and Johnny and that's, Domino's. That's spider. all I wanted. I wanted yeah, to just, just say I planted that spider. Yeah, <laughs> I told that spider to bite that woman. Then it would all make sense. Like just something. Come on, because it's like I I just I ah, that's the that's still the missing thing. But I have hope that we're gonna come back to the fucking spider. When we have when we have uh the show creator on guest spot on, we'll ask him like whatever happened with the fucking spider. I need to know more about the spider incident and Johnny Domino's broom and why it didn't freak him out that there's a dead woman there. And it didn't freak out the girlfriend and she still banged like, him. Is that that spot <laughs> is the spider still like in his apartment? Right, yeah. It, is it, did it just leave? waiting? Like is it just waiting to kill him one day? I don't know. Maybe that's just going to be the final episode. The spider comes out and just bites him and he dies. Or Raleigh shows up and just lets himself into his room. Yeah. Raleigh, maybe. Right, right. Something like that. I, I need the spider back. Oh, man. It's, but it's so good to see Chang back. I, I was, I loved Chang in the first episode and he was just amazing in this episode again. I was so excited to see that diplomatic immunity guy back. And they they replayed the scene where like Charlie comes up and he's like, you're under arrest. He's like, no, I have diplomatic immunity. And he's like, God damn it. I forgot, so I forgot how bent out of shape Frank got about that guy. Yeah. That was great. Receiving and now, that. now Frank's like, who? I don't remember that guy. <laughs> he doesn't even remember him anymore. He was, he was so outraged when he was getting away from Charlie. He's like, God damn it, Charlie. No, you can't let this monster get away. Yeah. And then in this episode, he has no fucking clue who anyone's talking <laughs> about. Like, what no the recollection. Fuck <laughs> I like that they replayed it so we could see just how like his memory has deteriorated. It's awesome. I also like this is the uh, return of uh, the show setup clip as well. Like we haven't had yeah, that one since yeah. like episode like seven, maybe. Yeah, we're really doing a lot of throwbacks this episode. It's awesome. I guess they just didn't get enough footage, and they had to like replay a lot of 
just all this stuff, like including that like recap thing. I also like how they replayed the whole like video that they played in the first episode of like the suit demonstration. And like, I don't remember this from the first episode, but they're showing like, oh, but the suit has a weakness. And then it's like this guy just just shoots him with the bazooka (laughs) and he just blows up into pieces. (laughs) Like, did they play that in the first episode? I don't know if I remember seeing that. I don't think so. I think I feel like I would have remembered that. But they showed it. They showed us that in this episode and and did absolutely nothing with it. I thought like Chang was going to have like a a bunch of bazookas to shoot at them or something, but they never do, which is weird. There were a lot of explosions and Johnny's. So, okay. So Chang sends Johnny like some Chinese food to his uh, dressing room. That like, yeah. Kung Pao chicken. That's like laced with some sort of drug where like a hypnosis drug. So then Johnny like falls asleep. He's like, "Oh, weird! I got to sleep. I haven't slept in like six he years." For the first time since the accident. Yeah, right. And it's then, um, right, which is crazy. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's just sleeping. It's like that's not weird at all. Raleigh's like not doesn't have any concern. He's like, yeah, he's man, not lay on the, he's not lay on the couch. This guy's tired for the first time in seventeen <laughs> months since he's met him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, man, pop on the couch, get a quick fifteen minute nap in. <laughs> got the uh, got the itis. <laughs> But yeah, so this this is like there's a hypno drug in the Kong Pao chicken. So uh Chang, I guess, goes into his room and tells Johnny what to dream. And Johnny he keeps like making Johnny dream about uh Frank getting blown up is like really the ultimate end of all of this in like different like funny ways. Like the first time Frank is like sitting in a chair with a, a bomb vest on and then he gets blown up. And then the the second time um Raleigh's sitting in that chair at the bomb vest, but Frank is like in the dream, like handcuffed is to a briefcase. briefcase. <laughs> He's a handcuffed to the briefcase. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just working. I, I'm just they had me watch this shit." It's like, what the fuck? The museum hired me to handcuff this briefcase to my hand and keep an eye on it. And then that he gets blown up by the briefcase. The, the real <laughs> bomb was in the hilarious. briefcase. It was fucking amazing. That was my favorite part of <laughs> the entire so episode. Funny. Because it's just so out of nowhere. I mean, it was all like a lot of this is just like Johnny having dreams about the same thing, but with different details, basically. But it's like just funny details like that. What was the last one? He, Frank got blown up a third time, right? Now I'm forgetting what it was. No, it was the third one, the one where like he finally like outsmarts him in his dream and he uh, he has wait, like Johnny, the chair is empty because he gets there early on the third one. Oh, okay. He gets there before they capture Frank or Raleigh, and that's when he uh, lasers off Chang's head, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Chang gets blown up, and then the head rolls. But because, didn't Johnny shoot Chang with a laser eye, too? Yeah. Blow, so Johnny blows up Chang. But just his head the, is perfectly intact at the end of it. And the head, like, rolls to his feet, and then it's Frank's head. That's right, I forgot. Okay, that was a good one, too. There's, like, so much hilarious shit happening in this episode. It was like the awesome. first. The first one, the uh, the attractive Chinese lady, she's driving a van and it cuts off Johnny as he's speeding to save Frank, and he wrecks the the nightmobile. Yeah, that seems more like a nightmare Crashed than the a prowler. dream. Right, totaled the prowler with his crazy driving. But I, I was and glad. Then, that and that then was just a every dream. other every other dream repeat, he gets smart and he stops and waits for traffic, and then he speeds off. And that first one, the 
thing that blows up Frank is there's a trip wire which he doesn't see, and he accidentally sets oh, yeah. that off, and that's what blows up Frank. <laughs> so then in the second dream, when Raleigh's the one in the chair, he remembers the trip wire and he jumps over it all dramatically in slow mo style, and then yeah. it still blows up Frank. But yeah, he keeps outsmarting him in his dreams. He's thinking each time he's he's learning from his past mistakes, right? But every single time, they still knock over that poor waitress in the restaurant. Or at right, the I was just about to bring That's that up. That's the one thing that they don't ever bother like fixing or correcting. You just like, go around you. her. Yeah, yeah he just like shoves her, and like every this tray time. of food just like goes flying onto a table, just makes like the biggest mess possible. And then Raleigh does the same thing. Yeah, they are like just shoving the fuck out of that waitress. That is so funny. No time to correct that one. <laughs> just like get the fuck out of the way. Oh, uh, that was so good. I like um, Johnny's. I like Johnny's impatient, like waiting for an elevator stance that he has, where he's like, <laughs> huddled over it. So, like, he's gonna like sprint into it the second it opens. Like, it's gonna make a world of difference being that quick into there. Yeah, right. Like, what if there are people getting off the elevator, you dick? I also like how the Prowler, the Nightmobile, is parked right next to where the elevator lets you out in the bottom of the uh, House of Soul parking garage. That's a special priority, like house musician type shit yeah it is like jesse jesse's car isn't even like her parking space isn't even that close to the fucking venue and she owns it right yeah why the fuck would she give johnny the top parking spot in there when it's her fucking building that's true yeah he should be like right out outside the door like just he rolls lives up upstairs and... it's not like yeah. he needs to drive anywhere quickly at the end of the night either no, like that's, fuck that's him true, he gets the yeah. last spot in the row he should like uh, what? Both she things make sense. Here. Yeah. Just looking at my notes here. Oh, so um, he keeps getting, he keeps having like those funny dreams. And and also in the dream, uh, in one part of the dream, he like runs over two henchmen with his car, which is funny as fuck. Um, I was disappointed that was a dream. So I guess that doesn't count. That's not part of his body count. They do re they do show us him uh, killing those two guys with the neutrino gun again. And I was really happy to relive that moment. Like yeah, in that yeah. first episode. That, was that awesome. thing makes its return too, which is the yeah, best part. Like that's the whole like, like the whole reason for the dream the scenario thing is because yeah. Chang needs Johnny to hire this specific diving company off of the coast of Pier 26 so that he can find where Johnny threw the neutron gun or whatever the fuck the neutrino gun into the water at, and they can have the diving team go and locate it for Chang. That's the whole plot of this. It's so convoluted. It's awesome. But it eventually <laughs> works. It does work, too. Yeah. I guess it's that hypnosis general so chicken. <laughs> Hypno chicken. Um, and Johnny eventually sees uh, that, that asshole doctor, uh, the shrink, about like yeah. his dreams. And so he this- comes back in the dreams. How the fuck does Chang even know about him existing? I don't know. To, like, implant him <laughs> into the dream. Like, that was weird. It was. But I like how... how- how big of a pedantic fuck that doctor is in the dream. He's like, Oh, they're not nightmares, Johnny. They're night terrors. And that's what you're having. You have to overcome your night terrors, bring all your tools. And then he brings his nightman suits and all his other tools and shit, which eventually becomes and that's the neutrino what inspires gun. Yeah. Him to remember the gun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which is weird. He's probably like thinking about that gun all the time. Oh, uh, Frank. So Johnny warns Frank once he figures out everything about like, hey, you know, be careful. So Frank like brings some policeman in his trunk and a shotgun in his car to like just aim at Chinese people. 
uh, if they start getting near him. Um, so he does that and he's, he says like freeze turkeys. He calls the two Chinese guys turkeys, which is really funny. I don't, I don't know what that term is though. I don't know. I heard someone call someone turkey. It's weird to me that he would say turkey. Why, why does he, is that not weird to you? Not in the least. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a thing people call people all the time. Older people. I, I guess I didn't realize. Oh, um, and then, so Johnny kills another henchman though with his hologram to like trick Chang into shooting like his uh, henchman through the hologram, which is great. He's like he really weaponizes that hologram. And I, I I appreciate when he does that. So that that counts as a kill because he knew what was going to happen. He orchestrated that. I guess you're reaching for straws on on uh, no, that body that, because you can't add that to Johnny's no no body no count. you you added you, we added the guy who uh jumped through the um hologram off the building that counted why doesn't yeah, this count? how else would you what else would you count that one as he wasn't trying to commit suicide by jumping he was trying to kill Johnny. right but the other guy this was on also Chang. trying Chang to fire the weapon though but he was trying to kill Johnny, and Johnny positioned the suit to, or the hologram, to just shoot the other guy. Yeah, but just because you're trying to kill me and you miss and hit someone, get someone gets hit with the crossfire, that's not on my body count. That's on yours specifically because you fired the weapon. Uh, you okay. can't pin that know. one on me. It's an it's an assist, though. I guess. Yeah, he gets an assist. Absolutely. All right. All right. What else here? Oh, and so Raleigh has another to add to his body count. He shoots Chang with the neutrino gun yeah raleigh and raleigh is really <laughs> stepping it up these last two weeks man he, he murdered the Holy shit, shit. Out of he's in another yeah. switch yeah <laughs> so i guess raleigh's just gonna get they're just gonna pin all the murders on raleigh at some point so like they again they try to make raleigh seem super heroic and brave and shit like chegg's got the uh the neutrino gun the neutrino gun yeah. aimed at johnny and uh raleigh just comes out of nowhere he taps him on the shoulder and then, like, seven minutes later, he punches him in the face, and Chang falls down and drops the gun. Probably picks it up. Yeah. He pulls out a regular handgun, and he's like, you're not going to shoot me with that. He's like, you want to bet? He's like, you know what? I'm going to take that bet. And then he gets shot with the gun. And <laughs> Johnny has to explain to him, in between this process, that that's the man who created that fucking gun. And if anyone knows how to use it, it's fucking Raleigh. So beware. And that's then- when he tries to shoot him, and guys. And then Raleigh starts blasting. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. Good for Raleigh. I know, yeah. Man, I love this episode. This is a great episode. Do you have anything else about it? I didn't really have many notes. I just wrote everything that makes a, a reappearance. I wrote yeah. Chang and the uh, recaps, Neutrino Gun, and the Spider Lady. So yeah, I think I think we got it. I think we hit all the points I wanted to make too. But yeah, amazing episode. I'm just so happy to see Chang. After this reminds me so much of the Clerks animated series, if you've ever seen that. Because like no. episode one aired and then episode two was a recap episode where they just re- recap everything from episode oh. one. And okay. then they have like blank static for a couple seconds where they're recapping before episode one. And <laughs> this episode goes back so many times into the well of recaps. So it reminded me of that. I laughed out loud. I enjoyed it. I love this episode. After after that downer episode yeah. last week, this was the boost I needed. I'm this hundred percent back in. Yeah, I was never off. But if good. I was, this would have swayed me back a thousand percent. 
yeah this this was a this one was a real banger i love this one a lot there's like so much so many explosions too like so many dudes got blown up like frank several times and uh chang and fucking um, i like the like the guy how the isolated they all were too yeah <laughs> chang also just blows up two cars in the beginning and a recap some in some convoluted fucking oh yeah I, I at the end at the end of the meeting yeah he blows yeah. up the uh colombian leaders and uh i forget what the other gang was in the show but yeah he <laughs> yeah, blows them up too that was awesome chang's a great villain so funny so at the end of this because there's a second dream where uh raleigh almost trips on this floor mat that's not stapled down in the dressing room yeah and i think like that's how chang is like sneaking into the room or something is that what it was implying heavily but probably makes some comment about how like if he doesn't like get it tucked away so he doesn't trip on it he's gonna sue johnny and he's gonna be driving the nightmobile permanently and he keeps replaying that dream as well so like is that supposed to make us believe that maybe that scenario with Chang actually dying at the end didn't actually happen and we're still stuck in the dream sequence? Was that what they were trying to do there? I yeah, it's unclear. I don't know. It's some of the uh the, the implications in these sh- in the show can be a little confusing sometimes. It's like so does that mean like I I couldn't really tell what they're trying to tell us either. I, I suppose it's like with the uh oh, I forget Durand. Dur- Darno? What was that guy's name? Duran. Duran. Maybe it's something like that where they're like, well, we've only got like 24 episodes this season, but maybe we'll get picked up for more in the future, and we only have seven bad guys, so just in case, we'll leave it open-ended. Yeah. But that does give me hope, like, that we're gonna see Space Face some more. We're gonna see... God, the spider. I just hope the spider comes back. But yeah, Duran as well, probably. I could see us seeing him again probably night woman again unfortunately uh, i'm good with all her, uh, all her yeah but I, I i feel like they're gonna probably bring her back too it's like just another it's just another like rotating guest that they can have ready to move on yeah all right speaking so, of open-ended in- endings godzilla versus the power rangers I was going to say, speaking of manly men like Johnny Domino, but who are you? Wait, Power who Rangers are you use in that scenario. Oh, shirtless sure, bear fighter. Uh, no, Jason the Red I Power Ranger. I assumed you were going to go with Tommy. Yeah. All right, okay, right, cool. Tommy too. Yeah, he's a real man's man. Well, actually, yeah, Tommy is more of like Johnny Domino style pretty boy than a shirtless bear fighter is. But anyway, Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I enjoyed this this book a lot more than other crossovers and stuff. I thought this one was pretty well done. It's like giant this monsters one is and written swords. by Colin Bond and Colin Bond, right? Gone. Yeah, yeah, fucking awesome. So, ten out of ten book that he read this one. Right? Yeah, I've, I had that in my notes as well. I've, I've forgotten. I need to go through my notes. But well, what'd you think? Was this was this an amazing book then? It was as good as a Power Rangers thing can be, I guess. Okay. I mean, Dragon Zord versus Godzilla right there, that's a dream come true. Been for waiting some. years. Yeah, I've been waiting some, my I whole suppose. life for this. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yes. 
It's amazing. You finally die a happy man now. Yeah. Oh, dude, and, they, and Rita gets something called a multiverse gem. So I hope that opens up the door for like more fun, silly crossovers. Like with Voltron and shit. That'd be funny. I would love to watch Voltron just murder the shit out of the fucking Zords and the Dragon Turtle. We'll, we'll see who amazing. wins. I would love we'll that. We'll see who wins. We already know who we win. Voltron. You can't beat Voltron. Because, I mean, it's they a have a sword, blazing, too. He has a blazing sword. Yeah, but they also have a sword. I forget the name yeah, of the sword. Yeah, but there's a weak Power knockoff. sword. It's power sword. It's the superior blazing sword. It says it right here <laughs> in my notes. It's the poor man's blazing sword. That's nice. I have the superior one. It's in my notes. I think you miss, misread that. You will never sway me that Power Rangers are better than Voltron. I will die on that hill. It's okay to be wrong. I mean, that's fine. Never be wrong. <laughs> um, they have a Mastodon shield, isn't that? Is that's that a, a cool name. I, I don't know, I just forgot about it, but you know, Mastodon that's cool. Cool band, it's a shield. Colin Bunn, diehard Mastodon fan, he read that obviously. In there, I yeah. assume, yeah, it's a nod, right? So, it, the only other note I had about this, I mean, like Rita summons monsters and works with like weird spacemen that i guess are from godzilla and their monsters are working together to kill godzilla and the power rangers so makes sense per typical crossover fashion but like uh rita sends a couple monsters to help out with uh one of the space alien one of the godzilla monsters and she chooses like a rhino guy which is the yeah, rhino guy that makes sense like you know rhinos are ramming into shit like the rhino from spider-man you know that kind of shit they're good good destructive power but then the other one she chooses is the eye guy which is a weird choice like why would you like eye guy was always a weird villain i don't know why you would like bring him back because i remember eye guy from the show because he's so fucking weird and like silly but they brought she brought him back and i don't i don't really know why but there he was because he's still a monster so but like she, some kind of damage. she has like thousands of other monsters that she could have chosen from that are probably more appropriate. I mean, that's why you send him in first. You know he's gonna get his ass kicked. He's there that's just to true. hopefully get one good punch in or something that weakens one of them for the next wave. I guess so. That's he's true. the most like fucking... he's like the first the the dispo first front line. Yeah, yeah, the ones that you don't care if they die. Yeah, front line guy. I guess that makes sense. All right. So how is that seriously all your notes for this? I have so All right, so let's many. hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, so why is Tommy the one that's sent in on a recon mission here in the very beginning? Like, he seems like the most hot-headed, trigger-happy member. I don't understand why the fuck they wouldn't send in that, like, personality-less uh, yellow girl. Or the uh, the one that, like, wishes he could be a leader, that red one. Why the fuck not send like one of those two that you know are gonna fuck around and will be desperate to like impress Zordon and like do everything by the book? Like they seem like they're more ideal for a recon mission. Um I don't know. Uh very early on, Zordon refers to them as Alpha Five. Is that like a new Power Rangers tier or something? Or is that like a new version of them that no, they that, were trying to that release? Was... That was always his name. He was always Alpha 5. Oh. He's a robot, so I guess he's just like the uh, fifth iteration of that robot. Wait, what robot? 
I thought he was called Alpha. Power Rangers Alpha 5. No, no, no. Alpha 5 is the name of the robot. Oh, that little, like, butler thing yeah. that's always like, ay, ay, ay. Okay. Yeah, that that one. Exactly. Alright, so you and Ralph are way more into Godzilla than I ever was. Do most of the Godzilla stories take place on Planet X? Do you have any idea? I don't think they do. I think that's just, like, where the alien guys are from, right? Because they're on Earth, right? I Yeah, I thought Godzilla's stories were supposed to be pl- taking place in, like, real our Japan. real world. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe Japan. I kept Japan referring is to like it as Planet X, so I didn't know if that was a thing in the books. I think it's like, a, maybe, the, I think the aliens were just calling Earth that. Like, that's their name for Earth. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm not familiar with these alien guys. That recon mission is inside of some like old ancient hidden temple, uh, and Rita gets that reality warping power thing, and she transports all everyone who's inside of it to this uh, Planet X place. Yeah. Then immediately, Tommy blows out his little flute knife, and he calls his turtle in to fucking fight Godzilla. No, it's How the, the fuck did sword. this turtle get there dragon when it sword. wasn't inside of this temple that warped realities? How the fuck does this magical flute noise bring it like across fucking realities and shit? Like, what the fuck is that bullshit? Uh, that seems far-fetched even for a comic book. Come on. It's the fucking the grid, dude. Fucking battle grid or whatever the fuck they call it. But yeah, it's weird that he was... I was surprised. This, I was pleased pleasantly surprised to see the dragon zord not the turtle zord that thing was not I was a it was a dragon turtle. zord it's always been a dragon it comes out of the water it's got a shell on its back it's absolutely a turtle no it's um, not a turtle we saw turtle zords and the ter- teenage mutant ninja turtles crossover and that's what this is he kept it it's green like a turtle therefore a turtle why how come every power ranger story we've read focuses on Tommy only instead of any of the other five, like the real five. Like they're Tommy's the, main the best one. Tommy's the best one, that's why. He's why like don't the, any of the them ever get a story? They're all just background fodder. Yeah. That's that's true. Tommy's the best one. He's like the pretty boy. He he's the one who sells like toys, okay? Because he has that cool shield, the gold shield on it that he wears, like the shoulder pads. Fucking cool man. He gave it to the Red Ranger once to try to make him look cool, but he didn't. Red Ranger like was shit. already cool enough. Looked like shit. The gold and red <laughs> clashed with each other. It was gross. Oh, man. And then Tommy eventually becomes the White Ranger, which is like the best one. That'd be the worst one. That one's going to get like stains on his uniform all the time. That Alpha 5 is going to have to like fucking clean his uniform vigorously every day. Doesn't have to worry about the cum stains. Poor though. Butler robot. Yeah. That's true. And that's yeah. going to be the bulk of it. Right. Uh, so, like, I don't remember what page this was on, but there was one page where when they first get to Planet X and they're fucking around with Godzilla, it does a close-up of, like, the five of their helmets. Are their helmets, yeah. like, shaped like animal faces? Like, the yellow girl has clearly got a tiger on her mask. Yeah. The blue one has, like, just three giant horns pointing in the middle of his head. The black one has like a yellow-eyed snake on his. The red one is like a kimono dragon or something. And I have no clue what the fucking pink one is. It's a, it's a pterodactyl. 
Well, that's her dinosaur, but that's not what her helmet yeah, but, is, is it? No, their their helmets kind of like vaguely look like their dinosaurs. Yes. Wait. So, what's the black dinosaur? Mastodon. Why does he have like a snake helmet? It's a trunk. It's a mastodon trunk. It looked like it was a cobra, like opening its jaw around his actual head. Uh, I I don't know what it is. I, I have to look at them again more closely, but it, I think it's it's always been based on kind of like what they are driving in one way or another. I mean, this... I mean it's hard to make a, a subtle. It's hard to make like a, a mastodon stand out on a mask that you still want to look like everyone else's mask, just with very slight differences. I think that's the problem. Hmm. Like Triceratops is easy, and the uh, yeah. the cat one, the saber toothed tiger, that one's pretty easy. Just give it little cat ears or whatever. But that, yeah, that, the blue ones. We get up his Triceratops. Is yeah. this just like a tank? Does it have legs on it, or because it looks like? Would they all break off into like the actual like dinosaur parts of their Voltron? It looked like his like was just on wheels, like a tank, not legs, like everyone else's. This I, is I think it those. is a tank. Yeah, I think it is more like a tank. Yes. Oh, that's cool. It is pretty cool. Um, not going to see that in Voltron. No, because they're lines that can run. Lines don't need wheels. They'd be faster if they had wheels. Well, is his the fastest one? I would imagine the yellow <laughs> tiger is. Uh, yeah, that's the closest to Voltron. Right. Yeah. Is is Gigon uh, a known kaiju from Godzilla shit? You looked familiar to me, yeah. Oh, okay. Because that was the one that kept like throwing out there at the first wave. Yeah. Uh. Also, so like, read its monsters. Can they talk normally? Because I thought they were yeah. talking to each other. Yeah, they talk. They like really? they 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 spend like a lot of the episode talking shit to the Power Rangers, and then they get big, and then they talk more shit, and then the Zord kills them. Oh, I so they're always I didn't talking. Remember shit. them being able to talk at all? Yeah, dude, they're constantly talking shit. Um, all right. So the Commander Supreme guy was the leader of Planet X. He, he somehow has the ability to summon all these kaiju's at his own discretion. Uh, he and Rita work out an agreement that's going to be mutually beneficial where they'll take out both their enemies, Godzilla and the fucking Power Rangers. They've got them all on the ropes where they've just been sending waves after waves of monsters to, like, fuck with them. And then, like, Rita's like, alright, give me more of your fucking kaijus. And for whatever reason, this guy's like, no. The other ones that remain are so fucking dangerous, we can't control them at all. These are the ones that I gave you that are the most controllable. Like, why the fuck would this guy hesitate at all when they've got, like, their two hated rivals kind of on the ropes in danger of losing? Who cares if you can't actually control the monsters once they fucking murder Godzilla? Like, that's not the point. You're just trying to wipe him out so then you can deal with the next problem later. I thought the point was they wanted to, like, steal the Earth resources and they don't want the monsters to, like, fuck up the Earth too bad. I thought that was the point. Oh, alright. Yeah. Uh... But Rita doesn't give a shit. She's just like, yeah, I'm chaos all day. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah fuck it. Fuck them. Fuck the earth. I like her attitude. It's, it's very, I, I forgot. I forgot that about her. It's good for a crazy bad guy. It is. Yeah. Um, we had Ghidorah make an appearance. The three headed dragon one. That was cool. Yeah. And, uh, what's this one lady that she has looking for? 
Scorpina. Yeah, she Scorpina. turns into one of the monsters. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, her she's like unique. Usually, when the the monsters grow, right? They're, it's just they look the same but bigger. But for her, for some reason, she's she's like the only one that looks different when she gets big. She was cool. She's my favorite. I think she's like yeah. got a sword and she's like a fucking fighter too. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. And then this ends in issue four where Rita decides that she's going to send all the fucking kaijus and the remaining monsters of hers and fucking Goldar into battle to fight Idira. Right. So she's going to be helping Godzilla and the Power Rangers now. That, that sucked. I don't like that ending whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. That's just she sending it to help her? Every single thing I've just learned about Rita and her hatred of Power Rangers. Wait, wasn't she sending them out to kill all the rest of them? I mean, I read this a while ago, but I I remember it being like she's sending out all the monsters to like make sure that she kills the Power Rangers. Uh, it looked like they were getting ready to like it looked like all of them were coming from the right side and like Gadira was the one attacking on the left. It looked like they were about to have a head-on collision cuz uh Gadira was like attacking the base where they were all hiding at. So I thought she was setting them oh, to finish him off. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe that's I hope I, I, I hope I I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope so too. Because I would be I would be very disappointed in that. Yeah, it's like just have her try to fuck up the Power Rangers as much as possible. So that's one thing she never does. She never sends like a shitload of monsters out. Which I don't know why not. Or strategist. It is. That's all I had. Alright, cool. Colin Bunn's great work makes this a two out of five, I think. Two and a half, maybe. Greatest work on that ending. Greatest Power Rangers book ever. Greatest Colin Bunn piece ever. Oh no, he, he made the six gone. Well, yeah, that's a close second. And all that fun Magneto stuff. Anyway, I have some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! I forgot about this segment. I know, yeah, it's been a while. So this one is one star. Pages missing. There are at least half a dozen uh, of blank pages in this comic book. Help is needed in replacing them. So I guess there was uh, someone bought it wow. torn up. Torn out that's pages really or something. Yeah, that sucks. All right, the other one's five stars. Fun for Power Rangers and Godzilla fans. This is the most fun I've had with anything Power Rangers or Godzilla related in a while. 60s and 70s Godzilla pairs very nicely with early 90s Power Rangers. Cheesy, ridiculous fun. I don't know about cheesy, but it was fun. So that's what that is. I, that could be an episode title. Cheesy, ridiculous fun. That's how it could we'll be, yeah. attract the fans. Right. Everyone likes that. Yeah. Just a good time all around. Which I guess brings us nicely into our next book. How dare you? What? Is it, this is way more cheesy than Godzilla and Power Nothing cheesy Rangers. nor ridiculous about this. This is all, was, uh, this is all based yeah. on a true story, I'm pretty sure. I uh, This is Shirtless Bear Fighter. I um I I was not a fan. I was really kind of. Oh. I was pretty annoyed by because it. it's like it's all like the manly stuff that we've seen like just a thousand times before. This is like basic bitch manly story thing. The only thing I liked was like the the big dick that yeah. he had. Say because like for the first issue, he's not wearing pants either. Like he doesn't. He's not wearing a shirt, but like 
they're, they're focusing on the shirtless aspect more than the pantsless aspect with, with like his big dick swinging around and makes everyone uncomfortable, which is annoying. But yeah, it's just all like, oh yeah, uh, bacon and flapjacks and don't call them pancakes or I'm going to get pissed off. Like, yeah, maple syrup on the pancakes, lumberjack stuff, living in a cabin in the woods. I, I'm like, yeah, it's just, just seen it all before. And it's like, this, this is like the easiest jokes you could tell that everybody's told. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. But what do you think? I like it. Anytime you open your comic book on a naked dude who has a pixelated dick that hangs down past his knees, like almost to his ankles, I'm instantly a fan. He was, he's looking at him as a baby with his beard. So he's so manly. Yeah, they even do a flashback to him when he's a baby and he's still got a like, massive dick that's pixelated out that's longer than his legs. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was it, hilarious. That, I, I don't like that they pixeled out the dick. Well, yeah, but how are you else are you going to sell this to children? I don't know. Just sell it to children. Who gives a shit? Children can't see penises. They've seen dicks before, no, seen dicks before haven't they? they? can't. No. <laughs> Fuck them. I don't care about these kids. I just want, I want to see the dick. Fuck those kids. Also, I, I'm a big fan of all the bear puns that kept happening throughout this. I, I can't was believe. annoyed by it. Oh, dude. Bearerists instead of terrorists. Dingleberries yeah. instead of dingleberries. I think, I think uh, bearerist is where I'm like, all right, I've, fuck this book. That was like the straw that broke the camel's back for me, actually. I remember that point very clearly reading that. I like that he's getting paid in flapjacks and maple syrup, and he treats the maple syrup like it's cocaine. That was fun. That's, cocaine's yeah. Cocaine's cool. Yeah. Maple syrup's not that cool. No, that's, uh, I never eat that. That's gross. Right, yeah. Pretending it's cocaine is cool. I don't know. Do coke, kids. That's the message here. That's cool. That's, I, th- uh, I, just, I thought these jokes just wore super thin, super fast. Bears attack cities all across the u.s and i like how in chicago it's the football team the chicago bears instead of actual like animal bears in san francisco is a bunch of like big gay bear men uh and then that was fun i enjoyed that i I like bears yeah okay they're bears variations of bears i feel like you liked all the stuff that i was like i got really tired with Early I'm a, on, I'm a simple dude. All you need, I, is like I guess. A I don't know. I'm just joke. like, uh, I don't know. Like, I like, the, go so ahead. Uh, Burke is doing a flashback to when he first met Shirtless, and he's in Vietnam. He keeps referring to it as the Nam instead of Nam. Yeah, and uh, he does a flashback where it's him facing this monster-sized panda bear, and Burke, instead of having a gun, he just pulls out a little pocket knife that he's got it on him. And then it's just the panda bear, and the panda bear just pulls out a knife as well. They're going to have a knife fight. That was fun. And then Shirtless just shows up and murders the bear. You know, I, I liked um, <clears throat> I liked the villain of this story a lot more because, like, he's, like, taking over the bears. And I, I guess bears are, like, smart and, like, can understand complex thought in this and can speak. But um, the bad guy is, like, he, he like, owns... Charmin, that company, oh, it's basically. Fuzzy wipes. Yeah, it's just like Charmin. So his mascot's a bear, is a is the thing. But 
he so he he owns like toilet paper and that's why he wants to deforest the 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 forest which is you know makes sense but um he's like talking to shirtless and he like puts a shirt on him so that he doesn't have his powers anymore that's my note yeah i love that i love that putting on a shirt is one weakness weakness is shirts great his name is shirtless bearfire you get it i get it you understand why i i i think so it's, it it's very like, subtle. It it's like very subtle and, and nuanced, but I, I think really I get it. Sound like, it sounds like you this know, is a way over your head, man. It's a little over my head, yeah. But uh, but while this guy is talking to Shirtless, he has these bears like bring him a solid gold toilet, <laughs> and then he like takes a shit in it while he's like doing his bad guy speech. Like he doesn't even like skip a doesn't skip a beat. He just like pulls his pants down and shits just right there. And then the bears have to take it away. Like I like that part. Like that that's. That's creative right there. That was the only creative thing that I saw. I was like, it's like I've never seen a bad guy do that. I, I like that. That's the ultimate power move. Think it, it is. Yeah. It's like, it's a really good move. You just like take a huge shit right in front of them. It's funny. That, that part, that's a, the one credit that that's, that's where the one star comes from is that one part. That's what they earned. But you really got to like wade through a lot of like, just fucking just jokes you've heard before. And like, I guess it's like Chuck Norris jokes, but I, I still like Chuck Norris jokes better because they leave it to your imagination. This is like it, you're drawing all the Chuck Norris jokes and it's like not as funny to see it drawn out, I guess. What else did you have about shirtless bear fighter? Bacon, sage, pigman guy. He tells, tells shirtless when he goes to see him at the big fancy man offering him pooping papers for his bacon. Instead of money. That was cool. Uh, Fuzzy Wife's owner is Jackson Logger. He's Clementine's brother. He was, she was the spare fighter's love interest. And he murdered her and framed it on Brother Bear. I do like that all the bears and shirtless's family are just called Papa, Mama, and Brother Bear. Kind of like Berenstain Bear style. I like that the Papa Bear just wears a fisherman hat with like hooks in it. That looks cool. Yeah, very, very hilarious. Paramedics instead of paramedics. That was great. I love that one. Uh, each time they expand Burke's backstory, he adds like an extra 40 years worth of world wars to it. Yeah. Uh, instead of like using rope or tape or zip, zip ties to like restrain shirtless, they just have him wrapped up in toilet paper. That was funny. Yep. And uh at the very end, Jackson calls them gentle has bends. Get it? Because like gentle bend the bear. Yeah, I get it. Bear puns are fun. Yep. I can hardly bear them. Yeah. Ha. Ha <laughs> ha, you get it? I could have been a writer on this. Dude, book. <laughs> you fucking hired on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, I yeah. I found one more note that was also another cringe thing that happened was um, there's like some army guys that were watching New York or something get attacked and the bear like, I, I don't I don't remember what it does because I read this a while ago, but probably like wipes his ass with an American flag and they're like, hey, that bear is rubbing its ass on America or no, I guess he was rubbing his ass on a building. So that was another cringe thing that happened. How'd you feel about that? Are you were you offended by the bear rubbing his ass on a building? No, I don't actually remember that part. 
Oh, okay. Well, it should make you f- like feel a sense of pride for being from America. We don't we don't take kindly to that here in America. Bearers? No, we don't we don't like bears rubbing bears on things. Right. We don't like that. Maybe bearerism is the title, huh? Could be. Little bear nine eleven, right? Heck yeah. <laughs> That's the only bear stuff I wanna hear. If I had a time machine, I would transport myself back to a month <laughs> after nine eleven. <laughs> to make bear puns about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ehrman Trout. It's a real bear of a guy. He is. <laughs> this was a All four right. out of five. It oh. was solid. One star. Bear puns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then like the uh... giant dicks. Like, look, you show me some giant dicks in the first like two pages of your comic. I'm at least giving you a three and a half out of five. Well, it was pixelated though, so. All right, I'll give it two stars one for that. Like, and the shitting and the bad guy shitting. Yeah. But I really want to see that happen in like movies now. Anytime they're like going into their big, long explanation of like their evil plan. Right. They need to be doing it while shitting in front of the person that got captured. I only want to see that while shitting. Yeah. (laughs) I want Rita Repulsa to like take a shit while she's talking shit about the power. She's torturing Tommy. Yeah. Shitting. (laughs) How's her? Monsters like bring in a gold toilet for it. Dude, if the Power Rangers did that, I would have given it a 17 <laughs> out of 5. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. I have uh, I have some reviews though. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. They're like all 5 out of 5. I mean, I th- couldn't find any reviews that agreed with me, so I couldn't People really didn't think this thing. was nearly as unbearable as you did, my friend. Whoa. All right. This one's five stars. Love it. It gets better the more I read it at a... Wait, hold on. It gets better the more I read it. A masterpiece full of of humor. Thanks to the authors. I hope you make more. This is... Correct. um, Yeah, the, no punctuation at all. So None needed. Tells you, tells you the type of person that likes this book. I don't know what you're trying to imply. America. Yeah. I love America. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Five stars. Shirtless bear fighter nearly made me spit out my drink. So, <laughs> it has been a long while since I have actually laughed out loud while reading a comic, while reading a book or comic. Such a unique and fun story. Shirtless bear fighter is a great addition to your library. This guy's like pretending that he reads books and has a library. That's funny. He thinks like this is super hilarious. All right. And then one more asshole wrote, five stars, fantastic, a hilarious manic trip. I borrowed this and enjoyed it so much that I had to have my own copy that I can read again and again. If you like I Hate Fairyland, you will love this one. That's what we're reading next, apparently. <laughs> I thought about bringing it in, but like I hated this book, so I didn't bring it in. Uh, all right. so. There you have it. It's a can't miss. However, after reading it, I'm not going to go out and buy my own copy. I'm just borrowing it. So you don't want to read it again and again and again until the end of time? I'm good. it's so fucking funny. What was that thing called? Fairyland? I hate Fairyland. It's probably about I'm... like a Mike Ehrman Trout type. 
stuck in a fairyland. I'm still picking that next week. <laughs> All right. Is that what we're reading for next week? Oh, I this is my only day off this week, so I'm not gonna have time to read anything for next mm, week. Uh, but uh, okay, perfect. Because actually, I can't record next week either. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Florida next week. Oh, okay. So let's let, so two weeks. So next week we'll just take it off, and then, I mean, do you want to plan to read something for two weeks from now? I hate Fairyland. Oh, okay, great. I'm bringing in... Um, Based on the recommendation of, what is this Amazon user's name? I don't know, some asshole. Some, some asshole cunt. on Amazon.com. Some cunt on Amazon. I have no idea what the fuck this thing is. If <laughs> it right. sucks, I'm holding him personally responsible. All right. Oh, hang gonna... on. I think my PlayStation's here. Oh, shit. I'll go right go get it. All right. All right, I got it. All right, fuck yeah. Whew. Welcome to the next gen. Finally. You're an elite gamer now. Just Gotham like Knights, here I come. Yeah. Now you can play all those awesome games. I did, I never even really got that into Horizons, but May as well it was the try only it. PS5 game I had option to buy. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's a totally fine game. It's fun. So, they have that super easy mode. So that's awesome. I'll be the one I'm playing. Yeah, it's great. You just like fucking wreck all the fucking dinosaurs. It's great. <laughs> Oh, these are like Megazords. Yeah, they're kind of like Megazords, yeah. You're going to kill Tommy's little turtle. If I face oh. it. <laughs> they have, they do have turtle ones in there. I remember a turtle. Good. Yeah. I'm going to pretend it's Tommy. <laughs> All right, anyway, my pick, though, for next week is Street Fighter 1994. Nice. I saw an article on Google News that was like, the, the comic that almost ruined a series. I'm like, yeah, I'll just pick that just don't tell me anymore so it's supposed to be really shitty so cool wait so they thought this comic was gonna completely ruin the video game franchise it was it was some stupid title like that like clickbaity title but i i didn't read the article i just i just i clicked it and i skimmed until i found like some sort of identifying feature about the comic book but yeah so just to make sure i could find it but yep it's from malibu comics so probably gonna be amazing you know, Our you favorites. know their track record, yeah. That's Dude. literally my favorite comic book company. Pantera? Nightman? Yeah. What the fuck Nightman. more do you want? I know, right? So that should be fun. And then of course the next episode of Nightman. I'm on the edge of my seat to find out what happens next. So join us next week for that. And in no, the meantime, two weeks. Two two weeks from now, yeah. We'll take a take a week off, but we'll come back. Uh, but in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie M. At these do the god. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter, SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music, and Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you in two weeks. Bye. Sounds good. We'll have a whole week to do that. A lot of good stuff to play. I've been playing um, 
The Quarry lately. I got that one from Gamefly. It's like uh it's like until dawn. Oh. It's the same people that did that. So like there's a lot of setup, which is kind of boring, but you know, hopefully I I just keep making like the more reckless decision. It's like, come on, let's like let's get to do something <laughs> here. Like the they have this girl who's like an Instagram hoe and she's like talking into the thing and you're in this like spooky shack and it's like you can choose to either go through some bags and or check out the trap door with, with scary sounds and like the way she presents it to like her phone is like or should i open the trap door and definitely get killed uh when i open that trap door and i'm like open the fucking trap door and then she gets killed i like how they warned me about it they were right i wasn't disappointed <laughs> just like come on let's do something let's let's make some shit happen Ethan Supley is in it. Good. I was good. I was yeah. just going to ask you if like Rami Malek or Hayden Panettiere are back for this one. Ethan Supley. I love that guy. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I recognized any other ones. But is he playing like super jacked Ethan Supley of nowadays, or is he playing like older, heftier Ethan Supley from earlier in his career? I th- I think he's doing like young jacked Ethan Supley. Nice. Yeah, is that one new? I've never heard of it. It is. Yeah, it's it's relatively new, like past couple months. Hmm. Yeah, check that out. Anyway, I'm gonna get out of here and eat some food. I'll let you get to your PS5. Awesome. Fuck yeah.